Welcome to Romance Blaming. I am Leslie Welch, and here with me today is my trusty, handy dandy co host, Adam Welch. My, That's me. My special guy. Special little man. Yeah. Wait, what's going on over there with the recording? Are you recording over something? What do you mean? I just don't see. Oh, there it's moving. I was just questioning questioning you your technical questioning genius. my methods. Always questioning things. When it's questioning, when you're gonna get us a gig. When you're gonna get us a gig. That was terrible. My mouth was not wanting to no, make those it didn't noises. Want to cooperate. Oh, we got a severe thunderstorm watch. Oh shh. Till nine p.m. Well, it is. Look kind of, out! The, it, it's very close to the five-year anniversary of the derecho. Derecho, which was terrifying. Yeah. That was very scary. It was like 80 mile per hour winds. Yeah. Speaking of scary, this is a different chapter, Adam, and you're just going to have to brace yourself because it might be a little confusing. You know, we've talked about how stupid you are and mm-hmm. you're just a stupid man. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to work to I'm keep not up. not worried about it. Well, yeah, that's what a stupid person would say. Mm-hmm. So just... What's that? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go back and forth between Nevada and Johnny's perspective to build some tension because there is a lot of stuff that's going to happen in this chapter. Um, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening, good. but I already don't understand. Well, good. Okay. <laughs> so we start off with Nevada, Quincy, and Malcolm are going to the ballet. Who is Quincy? Quincy Jones. Who's that dude? You may know him. He's a famous singer. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's in this book for real? He's not in this book, but you have pretended he's in this book, so... Whoa. Quincy is that. Nevada's future mother-in-law. It's a woman. Oh. Her name is Quincy. Now, that's a twist. Maxwell. And Malcolm Maxwell is... is Quincy short for something? No. Quincetta or something? No. Quin- oh, is it Quincetta or Quincetia? It's not quinceanera either or however i didn't take spanish so i'm not good at saying that word quinceanera 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 the yeah the when they turn was it 15 oh because quince is 15 yeah at least i knew that yeah i've never heard that though i don't know what that is oh my gosh what didn't you watch dora the explorer obsessively when jules was a young child i tried not to oh Wow, you would have known that, and you would have known... It's a map, it's a map, where's my fucking map? I mean, I know that song, that's Cinco a good song. Cinco Limones. Don't know that song at all. Twelve, okay. twelve lemons? Five lemons? Limes? <laughs> limones? Okay. I can't remember. Fifteen limes? Yavol, das oh, ist gut. boy. Anyway. Go there. Nevada, Quincy, and Malcolm are going to the ballet. Nevada looks amazing. Like, she's got this super low-cut, beautiful white dress with these, like, flowers printed on it. She's super thin, and her skin is, like, the smoothest skin ever. Yeah, that's how Nan describes her. People like a a smooth skin, don't they? They, You know what? I just got a facial today. You got some smooth face skin? Yeah, well, it's feeling a little sticky because she put, like, a lot of sunblock on me because she's like, you need more sunblock. Oh. And I was like, I need to be brown like Johnny Roulet, so. Did she shine the black light on your face? No, she put this, like, weird, like, little zapper thing that made the smell of ozone. You like that. I loved that. I was like, oh, I'm so into the smell of ozone. And she was like, oh, it took me, like, five months to, like, get over, like, being, not feeling nauseated. 
She doesn't like that. the smell of ozone. She hates the smell of ozone, so that's what we talked about. Too many, like one too many oxygen molecules, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's just too crisp, too Atoms. clean. And I was like, I used to stick my face up to my grandparents' television just to like smell the static. It was awesome. That's a weird thing that you just said. Well, that's <laughs> what I did. You would stick your face up to your grandparents' television. Yeah, they always had a lot of static in their house. So you could smell the static. And yeah. static smells like like ozone. ozone. Yeah, or you can like run your hand over it and o- you'll three? feel... Yes, three I mean, I, I know the static. I know that there's some static on those old TVs. Do you know what TVs. ozone smells like? Yeah, it's like after a lightning strike. Sure, right. it smells pretty fresh. Yeah, super yeah. fresh. Mm-hmm. So if you will, if you used to be able to run your hand over, like just hover it above the screen of a tube TV, and then smell it, and it would smell like ozone. Wait, you'd s- smell your hand? Yeah, I would just smell anything that came in contact. Like if I didn't feel like putting my whole face, I would get in trouble for putting my face. Yeah, you up can't there. be that close to the TV. Right, you're, you're gonna, gonna burn your like, eyes out. Well, no, you, you're gonna get like nose marks on the TV. Get away from it. Oh, so. I, they weren't really <laughs> concerned about your health. <laughs> no, it was just don't get nose marks on the TV. <laughs> but you can't even see the nose marks if you're watching TV. Right. right. It's only if it's off. I don't know right. what was happening. They just didn't want me up there with my face on the TV. So I would just go put my hand on it and then smell it. So did you ever get like admonished to not sit too close to the TV? Just in general for watching? I didn't watching. have a lot of rules like that. No. no. I thought that was a pretty regular Maybe rule. I did, but like I was such a feral child that <laughs> it's like we can't even tell her to do anything because she's just going to like go like climb up the railings of the stairs then. So clawing, we'd rather. Clawing we'd, and hissing. Right? And if she's sitting quietly in front of the television, like we know nothing's getting destroyed. No sudden movements. Right. You know, don't bring she's any quiet. attention to it. <laughs> I think that that's don't why. Don't wake the feral cat. That's a feral cat. That's a feral cat. <laughs> oh, so they're going to the, the ballet. Uh, Quincy notices that everyone is looking at Nevada and Malcolm and she instructs Malcolm to kiss Nevada on the cheek and he dutifully complies. What a good boy. Yes. He's like, yes, mother. Yes, Yes, mother. So gross. And as Nevada smells his peppermint hair tonic, she thinks of a, oh, this is Harold Stroud for solid gold quotes, a big dark man who had kissed her with Lips hot as the Missouri August. Oh, those are some hot lips. Hot lips, Ulihan on deck. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Meanwhile, he's got some weird qualities for his body parts, doesn't yeah, he? He's got just, jealous he's, eyes, right. hot lips, hot lips. Yeah, he had a different kind of lip earlier, didn't he? Well, we had in the beginning of the podcast, we had a lot of sensual lips, male lips, male. Male yes, lips. Some male yep, lips. Male Those lips. Those good. Those are good. The best kind. I feel like Nan's writing has evolved a lot. During the course of this book? Yeah, I think definitely. <laughs> she finally learned how to put a sentence together. <laughs> Chapter 40. <laughs> she stopped giving lips and things genders. <sighs> I mean. Male lips. Meanwhile, Adam, this is where you're going to you have to pay I'm attention. so ready. Three miles away, Johnny is on the the jackhammer getting ready for the big game so there's a big poker game going on the john hammer jackhammer steamboat and the card parlor is in the bowels of the boat near the kitchen 
So you can imagine this is one of those old steam paddle wheel steamboats, right? It has like the gingerbread cut out handrails going around it, you know, just like the the Mississippi Bell, those kind of things. It was like the one you were born and raised on, right? <laughs> Nothing like that. Oh. But I mean, it did have a paddle wheel and it was steam powered, but Right. It was basically a barge. <laughs> so, okay. no. It was not that pretty cuz you know, a bunch of men designed it. Had no like grace or beauty. What do they know? Yeah, it, it was a fun thing. Like it was just some club my grandfather was in, and he like helped them weld it together and shit. I don't know. Utilitarian. Yeah, he's getting the job done. Right. You know, because right. he wasn't making release mechanisms for bombs to drop out of airplanes. So he's you know got to put his efforts somewhere else. Got to stay busy. Yeah, yeah. Just keep it good. So. Keep it good. In the bowels of the ship, though, you know, they just throw, like, the kitchen everything down there. And this there's just this little seedy card parlor where they are. Not in the nice, beautiful areas of right. the ship. If you're going to have your vices, we're going to put you down in the, the shit room. Right. With all the shit. And this is important later in the chapter. That's the only reason I'm mentioning it. As Johnny is taking his seat, he hears the chef angrily slamming pots and pans. How was he slamming them? Angrily, okay. adverbly. Okay. The chef, it turns out, is pissed off about having to cook for a bunch of degenerate gamblers in right. the heat. And you can imagine how hot the kitchen is Oof. if it's in the bowels of the right. ship. And I I'm, know how hot my bowels can get. I can only imagine how hot a ship's bowels would be. Um, Both toilets <laughs> that you use know how hot they could get today because... <laughs> well, I had to spread it around. You had to spread. It's like, didn't you just go to the bathroom? You like came up from the the, the basement, the satellite bathroom, <laughs> like, my underground bathroom lair. I, as we know, I do. I I am not Peg Bundy. I appreciate that you go down and poop away from me for twenty minutes. Oh, I almost didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the laundry room's right there, so you're good. Yep. So you can imagine it's super hot down there. and Super hot in the bowels. In the bowels. And they didn't have air conditioning, so it must have been incredibly uncomfortable. All right. So then we're building tension. We're spanning time. Well, actually, we're, this is all happening at the same time. Spanning time. Back at the opera, Nevada gets a glimpse of her future. And these are the blue years. <laughs> these are the blue years. <laughs> She's super bored. These are the boring years. Um, Malcolm is not passionate like Johnny, and she's just going to have to, like, sit at these ballets and Shakespeare things and, like, not get any of the good sexual intercourse. She's on the boat? No, she's at the, or not the opera, at the ballet. She's back at the ballet. The ballet? Is it hot? It's not hot. It's quite cool and like nice and they're in a box and you know it's very sophisticated ballet yeah did you did you hear it though the ballet bowel ballet yeah that's pretty good huh huh genius my friend i'll write that down oh go for it enjoy yourself over there oh i am so much like rose in titanic i feel like this is the scene where we're just talking about bowels and that's like ballet yeah, Adam, we it's all a, get it. It's a metaphor. We're, it's a it's We're a, a little simile. bit sharper than you, know, you. I don't think you understand it. It's a <sighs> It's a um it's a 
Yeah. Like um, some words that yeah. mean things that right. are different. Yes. Good. That's what I, yep. Can I help you? Ballet. Okay. It's like good. ballet. You're and a good boy. It's a portmanteau. Okay, can you stop? <laughs> it's so obnoxious. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious over here. Well, I didn't the realize this was the know. serious the section. The people need to know. We'll tell them. What happens to Johnny and Nevada? I scared Bun Bun. Come here, Bun Bun. Don't be scared of me. Okay. She ran away. Yeah, she did. Much like Rose and Titanic, though, uh, Nevada's like, oh, this is the rest of my life. It's so tedious and boring, and it's just going to be filled with terrible sex. So that's awful for her. It's going to be at the ballet with terrible sex. Right, with pepper, her peppermint JoJo. Ugh. Ah, so back at the card table. Peppermint JoJo. Because <laughs> it just sounds delicious, doesn't it? Um, it's like my favorite part of the holiday season. Yeah. The peppermint JoJo's. Aren't they called candy cane JoJo's? Oh, they are called candy cane JoJo's. Just I know. Always got to be there. Just be a dick, don't you? <laughs> well, let's, you know, peppermint JoJo let's, is not the preferred nomenclature. There you go. See? At the card table, Johnny is losing big time. He doesn't have his good luck charm. Exactly. You give yourself a point. I'm giving myself a point. Good job, baby. I'm so proud of you right now. Johnny's losing because he doesn't have his good luck charm. And in less than two hours, he's totally tapped out. He's out of the game. Lost all of his money. But as he starts to leave, he's like, you know, going up. Seems like a long time, though, still to what? be gambling. Two hours? Yeah. Well, he's pretty, you want to gamble for two hours? Yeah. Well, it's like they're playing high stakes poker. So how long can a poker game last? Right. Doesn't it last like a minute? I like don't know. Each can hand? you have a poker game that lasts like a long time? I have no idea how it works, mm. really. I don't know. But as he's leaving, he hears a scream. I guess you can just keep betting and betting, but then you got to look at each other for a little while, right? Yeah. And I be think, like... I think people hesitate or they right. draw it out. You know, I could see two hours. Maybe they have to take a poo-poo break. Yeah. You know, they are in the bowels of the ship. Right, right. It's where the poo-poo happens. We, we all know that. Uh, so... He's leaving. He hears. Can we his... refer to our basement as the bowels of our house from now on. <laughs> in fact, we're in the bowels right now. <laughs> we are not for long. You're moving your office upstairs. Yep. Do live your truth, baby. You can call it the bowels. I'm sure that's going to go over well when this is the teen hangout center. Yeah, we're down in the bowels. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. J- Jules is down in the bowels. Yeah. That's. Great. They're going to love it. <laughs> She's going to be super popular. Nothing. Fifteen-year-old uh, girls love more than poop talk. Right. Buttholes and poop. That's all uh, they talk there about. There you go. There Talking it is. Up, there's the butthole. There's We've avoided it for so many episodes. Butthole. But it's not your butthole. You're usually talking about your butthole. I I think I'm fairly equitable when it comes to oh. talking about buttholes. Okay, you're right. It doesn't yeah. have to be mine. That is, that's true. A butthole's a butthole. Okay. I don't that's care. That's enough buttholes. We've had enough for this episode. You know, you got me going on the buttholes <laughs> earlier. <laughs> You were like all buttholes. You were like, you haven't talked about buttholes in so long. Well, butthole, butthole, butthole. And you were just all butthole. So it's your own fault. Well, that's only because I was re-buttholing like the podcast. T- telling you the story about people putting soaking tampons in vodka it's and so, putting it in their butthole. Right, in their butthole. You didn't I say ass. wanted to make sure that nobody did that. You didn't say rectum. Right, it was the butthole. You were butthole. Okay, I was guilty of that. You're taking away from the the building tension, though, because Johnny hears Sorry, a scream. Sorry, I was too busy rebuttholing the He podcast. hears a scream. 
A fire has started in the ship's galley, in that kitchen down in the bowels. In the bowels. Yes. There's a fire in my bowels, all right. Oh, gr- come on. <laughs> so Johnny, being a hero... <laughs> Must have been that bean he I He runs <laughs> back inside to help with the fire. A single bean, just one. <laughs> I'm just going to eat this bean. This is going to really screw me up for the rest of the weekend. He runs back inside to help with the fire. Meanwhile... As they're leaving the opera, Nevada points out an orange glow to Malcolm in the distance, and he's like, oh. And they're on the boat. Who? Trumaine and no, Nevada No, they're at Jones. the ballet at some fancy, you know, theater. It's like three miles away from the riverfront. Okay. Not on the boat, No, though. they're Not getting the into Jan the Lando Hama. Calrissian, and they're driving home, and Nevada sees an orange glow, and okay. Malcolm's like, oh, it looks like there's a fire on the riverfront, because he's a man, and he obviously knows which way the riverfront is, which I wouldn't know. What the, the Lando system? The Lando Calrissian. Lando's yeah. not a system. He's a man. He's a card player. No. Scoundrel. Yeah. Like Johnny. I was just saying You'd the, really like him. the carriage, because it's called the Lando. Okay. Landau. Lando Calrissian is just what I call it for short. Calrissian. Isn't that his name? Yeah. Okay. Calrissian. Don't like try to make me second guess my Star Wars knowledge. I'm not. No, I'm just saying it. Calrissian. Or Star, is that Star Trek or Star Wars? Calrissian. Oh, it's Star Trek. Just say it. Calrissian. Calrissian. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Calrissian. Like he's Captain Kirk's best friend, right? Um, no, he's uh, <laughs> TNG, I think. Okay. <laughs> Not TOS. Is that the next generation? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, because um, Will, we- Will Wheaton was on it. Yes. Yeah, he was right. like a kind of a nerdy. He's a whippersnapper. He was a nerdy pinup on yeah. on like all the Teen ma- Teen Beat magazines I used to read. Still is probably. Will Wheaton. I don't think he's aged a bit. I don't think so either. He something must have happened in the one of those special planets they go to, the Romulan galaxy. Man, you've got zingers today. <laughs> Those Romulan facials. Your deep, deep Star Wars knowledge. <laughs> okay, so they're leaving the opera. They see the uh, glow, and Nevada starts freaking out, and she's like, "Malcolm, order Jess to go there at once. Johnny's there." And Quincy's like, how do you know where John Roulet is tonight? Ew. Yeah, but Nevada doesn't even say it. She ignores her, and she keeps begging for old Jess to turn the Lando Calrissian around. Who the hell is old Jess? Oh, the mighty Jess. The mighty Jess is sip. Right. The old Jess. Yes, he's the, the old man. chauffeur who they nursed back to health, the African-American. He had who, summer pneumonia. He had summer pneumonia. He uses unfortunate... Um, Unfortunate dialogue. He's the magical Negro trope? He's not the magical no. Negro trope, oh. but he's the one that you thought was. Okay. He, but okay. yeah, he's All not. Right. So Johnny gets to the kitchen on the boat and sees a big grease fire shooting up from a pan. The cooks just run out of the kitchen. They're like, fuck this shit. And they leave him there alone to battle the flames, but it's hopeless. So he does what he has to do he goes to start evacuating the card room until because they're all going to be stuck down there it's right next to the kitchen right it's right. going to go first in the bowels so it was funny there's though, a fire in the bowels there's a fire in the bowels this scene reminded me of we the relate to that the big earthquake and like when i was freaking out because we worked together we we're like in this on the same floor our desks weren't that far apart mm-hmm. and i was running around like what do we do what do we do and you're like, get under your desk. 
And then after everything cleared, like I was shaking and had to evacuate and like going down the stairs, down the stairs. But you stayed behind. You were like making sure nobody was left in the building. You like cleared the whole floor. Mm-hmm. You, nobody told you to do that. You're not on the safety team. I am not on the safety committee. Yeah, but I don't have a little vest or no. anything. When it came time, you were the safety committee. Yep. Because, like, I think at your core, you are a true hero. I'm the safety police. And I hate that about you. <laughs> okay. Because it scares me. Because I was just waiting for you to come out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gonna like die trying to save someone. No. I hated that. I can't be killed. Okay, well, that's good. Invincible. Thank goodness. Just as long as you don't go out when we're at the beach and, like, chase a shovel and get caught in a... No, I, I, I'm going to go in the... Think about succumbing to the ocean. Yeah, that's how it, how it happens. <laughs> awful. This is what it's going to be. I, just, I don't want to go in the ocean anymore because there's monsters either. in there. Yeah, and there are, you. there are sharks very, very close to the coast down there right now. Yeah. I'll show you a video after this. I've seen it, I'm sure. Oh, wow. Aren't you fancy? Mm -hmm. So boilers start exploding. The whole ship is going down. Johnny's eyebrows get singed. Oh, no. That's kind of nasty. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do they get singed completely off? Does he look like uh, Pink Floyd? Right, yeah, from the wall. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking probably not because that would look weird (laughs) and it would totally ruin, like, any kind of... You know, sexy times. It's like, that hey, are Nevada, coming. I'm Gary Oldman from Hannibal. <laughs> right? I cut my own face off. Want to make out? Oh, that's awful. So uh, they probably singed just enough to be heroic. Like, he's hero singed. Like, just, oh, yeah, he's it. a little soot covered. Yeah. He's a little dirty. And then he goes back to see if anyone is last, left, and he gets trapped in the card salon. Uh oh. Yeah. Can you believe it? Well, you know, if you gotta go, that's probably where he would choose to go. He's gonna, you know, go out at least near the thing that he loved the most. Yes. Gambling. Gambling. Well, speaking of the thing that he really does love the most and has just learned, Nevada and the gang get back to get to the riverfront just in time to see the jackhammer in flames. Uh oh. (sighs) Inside. Now, are people like jumping off over the railing oh like, yeah it's pandemonium it's, just, it's chaos yeah okay mm-hmm. got it and then inside johnny crawls on his hands and knees choking and gasping for air you and- gotta stay down towards the floor here's the thing about fires okay so if there's a fire like in an enclosed area the smoke will go towards the top of the room right so you want to stay as low as possible to avoid inhaling the smoke that's what'll get you a lot of times yeah in the fire is not like burning up mm-hmm. smoke inhalation it's smoke inhalation it gets everyone but don't worry a pharmaceutical company came up with a treatment for that and oh. it, to you know cure smoke inhalation yes right but since the market was so small just firefighters really right they didn't release it just like, they were like fuck yeah. it we're not going to make any money so that kind of place didn't release it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. 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 Good job. Yeah. Good job, yep. Edison. Bastards. Well, inside, I mean, Johnny could probably use that because he is choking and gasping. And just before he goes unconscious, he sees an apparition appear in the flames and smoke. 
Does it, it have large breasts no, in a low-cut dress? It doesn't. It's actually the ugly face of Stryker. Uh, Stryker? Strike. Adam, don't even say you don't know who Stryker is. I mean, I recognize the name. Oh, my gosh. Stryker. He's like the bouncer from the Moonlight Gambler, and then Nevada hires him to like chauffeur them around because the, you can't have two women unchauffeured around in the 1800s. <sighs> Whatever, that's I know. that's yeah. your problem Mm-mm. over there. Don't guess I'll have to listen better. <laughs> yeah. Listen better. Got it. Nevada is so upset. I'm gonna figure this shit out by the end. Okay. I ho- you know, I hope you do. Yeah. Because we only have like a little bit left of this chapter and then one more to go. Won't be long till I have it figured out. I think I I'll be surprised. Okay. So they watch the boat burn down to the waterline. It's just gone. It's totally gone. Nevada is heartbroken. And in her, like, being, you know, being so upset, she tells Quincy and Malcolm. What, wait, what just happened? I don't understand. I thought we were looking at an apparition in the smoke-filled bowels. We're going back and forth. So that was Johnny. Back and forth. Between Nevada and Johnny. Johnny in the boat, Nevada you, coming from the ballet. Can you do that? That's what we're doing. I told you this chapter would be different. So think about <sighs> back to 20-some minutes ago and try to think about that. Just shut up for a second. So then... Perfectly quiet, dude. You are perfectly quiet. That didn't make sense that I said that, actually. <laughs> You're the one talking. <laughs> I am. Uh, so she just tells Quincy and Malcolm everything. She's like, I was a river rat. I was working at the Moonlight Gambler. Johnny and I had a passionate what light night of lovemaking. What is happening? And then he taught me how to be a lady. She's watching the boat burn, and it's like, okay... Full disclosure time. Well, Here's my life story. It's because is- she's so upset. And Quincy's like, why? What is wrong with you? And she's like, I love Johnny Roulet. I'm a river rat. And she just like spills the beans for everything. Jesus. Yeah. She just doesn't hold anything back. So that this is, is back at the townhouse. They up, the, After the townhouse, she tells them all everything. So then she goes up to bed with Miss Annabelle. She told them everything? Yeah, everything. And then Quincy's like, well, what are we going to do now? You know, your fiance is in love with your dead stepbrother and she's a river vet rat. Awkward. Yeah. And then Malcolm says. But she told them everything. Everything? Yeah. Even. That wasn't her. What? It wasn't? No, that was Lady Ashley who did the pearl necklace trick. Who. I don't know what happened to Lady Ashley. We just never Is heard. Is she a thing that matters anymore? I Guess don't think not. so. Well, I can tell you for sure. No, because well, she's not in the book anymore. Hey, but you know Spoiler who is going to be? Who? B.J. Jones is coming back. Okay, Adam. B.J. Jones. got one is... more chapter. Okay, well, you can hold out hope. And that you know BJ what else Jones occurs to me? Back. What? I have to rely on you to... Like you're more than welcome. Information. You're more than welcome to read this book. So you might just be okay. like conveniently <laughs> omitting that. Maybe season two is you reading this book and oh. romance explaining it to me. Nobody had to open will listen. My big mouth. Yeah, there you go. Whoa, man, explaining. Whoa, man. <laughs> so Quincy's like, it's "What are we going to do now?" Then Malcolm says, "I'm going to do what I want at the university." <laughs> Richard Keys. Um, Richard, what am I, what's yeah, happening? Malcolm's Richard relieved. Keys? He's like, I'm going to do what I want oh. at the university. 
Okay. And I'm all like, cough, cough, Richard Keys, because he's at the university and they're. Who's Richard Keys? Richard Keys is the key to Malcolm's heart. He is? It's his, yeah. It, is and, Richard a man? Yes. Because Quincy's a woman, it's, so like, all his, bets are off. It's his very, very close male friend. So, remember? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> we've always thought that Malcolm was well, probably yeah, gay. Right. Richard Keys is the assumed lover in okay. that relationship. So Richard Keys makes Trumaine all. Yes. Okay. All right. And then Malcolm's like, you can marry for money, you old cougar. <laughs> <laughs> Who did he say that to? His mother. What? He said the... it to his mother. That is no way to. That's an old cat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's no way to talk to your mommy. I know. He didn't really call her a cougar, oh, but he's like, okay. basically, you can marry for money. If that's what you really want, I'm just going to live my truth and be happy and work at the university. I don't want to marry a woman. Whew. And just before Quincy can reply, they all hear a disturbance in the foyer. Johnny Roulet is home. Like a million voices all crying out at once and then immediately. Silence forever. No. Silenced. No. It's been a disturbance it's, in the foyer. <laughs> it's a different movie. It's Imagine not... how much weirder Star Wars would be if that was the line. <laughs> There's a disturbance in the I foyer. Sense a disturbance in the foyer. <laughs> May the foyer be with you. Oh no, not the foyer. The foyer is strong with it's, this one. It's like the White Lodge is the foyer. <laughs> right. Wow. So Johnny's home, and it turns out that his bad luck saved his life because he's like, I was done gambling in two hours, so I wasn't sitting around there, and I got you know, I realized there was a fire, and I also saved a bunch of people. And then, um, but didn't like the cooking staff realize there was a fire yeah. too? Like he didn't actually put the fire out. No, like it was pretty obvious he there was save a, a few fucking people. fire. How? Well, he went back to the card salon. He was like, "Everybody, get out!" And then he like carried some people over his shoulder, and like he kept oh. going back for more people. He was very heroic. He's very Gump esque. Yeah, exactly. But even with his singed eyebrows, he was a hero. Good, good for him. So then he says. Oh, this is Harold Stroud. Sweetheart, I love you. I'll give up gambling if you marry me. Isn't that romantic? Yeah, it's real romantic. I'll give up gambling if you marry me. And Nevada says, eight to five says you won't be able to do it, but I don't care. Yes, yes, I'll marry you. And that's it. Eight to five? Yeah, those are the odds she gives them, which doesn't... Those are the odds? That doesn't sound, that doesn't eight sound to, right, right. Eight to five? Like five to one. Right. right. Eight to five is... Eight to five? I mean, those are... Those that's, are bad odds. Doesn't seem great. I don't even understand. I don't fully understand it either, <laughs> but it doesn't seem great. Like one to one right? odds. Yeah. That's like a, a hunt. Like it is definitely going to happen. Right. right? Two to one? It's like fifty percent, fifty percent chance. Yeah, eight to five. Like, so that's like uh, a better than. Is that worse than a fifty percent chance? I guess. Uh, yeah, you like have to really do you the math. Really got it. I don't want to do the math. It hurts my no, brain. No, I can't. And that's one of the best parts about being an adult and not in like a technical field that I don't have to do math anymore. <laughs> Except for when I'm like calculating how much of a tip to give someone. Right. There's an app for that. There's an app for that. That's an old app. Well, all right. There we have it. Did you learn anything? I learned I already don't understand 
what's happening <laughs> in this book. Well, I learned that TV static smells like ozone. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I've learned that you were a feral cat when you were a kid. <laughs> I've learned that Lester's got to stay busy, otherwise he gets himself in trouble. Oh my gosh! I learned the uh, shit room has all the shit, and the bowels are really hot. Wow. I learned that uh, these are the blue years. Yeah. I learned a new word that I created, bowelay, oh, which is like good. a metaphor for like d- dancing, I guess. While but you're pooping? Also, yes. You're using that as like a propulsion to dance around. Okay. I guess. Yeah. You were doing the bowelay, yeah. trying to like shake out that turd. Right. Well, like- Okay. Running towards the bathroom, you're doing the bow away. Oh, you know, oh, gotcha. On the way. I don't know. I would probably do it while I was on the toilet. I've learned that we're rebuttholing the podcast. Apparently, <laughs> no. I've learned that Will Wheaton hasn't aged a bit. <laughs> I learned that you have deep, deep Star Wars knowledge, <laughs> and that I am a true hero. You are. I've learned that Johnny is still hot even when he's hero singed, perhaps mm. even hotter. Mm-hmm. I've relearned i've reverse learned to you how to navigate a smoke-filled room mm. i learned i need to listen better mm-hmm. i learned about woman splaining oh, and yes. i learned that the foyer is strong with this one <laughs> may the foyer be with you adam yep thanks well great and so there thanks for those awesome notes mm-hmm. uh please please rate us on itunes if you can so since we tried to get other people to rate us in our community and we've been just kind of summarily rejected yeah just it's kind of like <laughs> a bunch of mean girls over there i feel okay like i don't know that's my feeling i know you don't really have an opinion about it don't have an opinion too i much. feel like it's just like it's they're nasty women <laughs> they're mostly men though such a nasty woman they're such nasty men <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, give us a little rating. Follow us on Instagram. I, I too. No, <laughs> what, what, what am I? Who am I? I don't know. Twitter, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook it's all romance. I'm so good at like it's pimping easy to our find. shit. It's you're so good at it. Romance explaining across the board to do it. You're my friend. Yep. All right, and we will see you next time for the very last episode of season one and we will find out what happens with Nevada and Johnny Mm. I'm Leslie Welch and that's Adam we'll see you next time Mm.